No card should win you the game from just playing that card. None. Guys like you, thinking that they should, are the enemy of fun, balanced gameplay. They should hmm. not have printed or reprinted this Cancer Dragon. Whoa, Even whoa. worse is that Uro, the I-do-too-much-for-the-cost Titan. Aggro can't even take the life down against Ramp before stuff like Ugin, the Cancer Dragon, hits the board. Hmm. Fuck hmm. Wizards of the Coast for enabling only unfun, unbalanced cards. But they do, so fuck standard. I'm done. Only playing Popper now. Wow. This, uh, this rant has been left in our, our comment section, um, courtesy of friend of the show, Xavian, um, who was very angry at the portion of the podcast you listened to where we talked about how the rant was maybe the problem and not Ugin. Will, what are your thoughts on our first hate comment? I have a question. Uh, does Cancer Dragon mean that the dragon has cancer or the dragon will give you cancer, like some sort of uh, weird magic cancer breath? Um, I think he's just super into um, astrology. Oh, and okay. it's his zodiac sign. But um, I'm not sure. Um, Xavian, if you want to clarify, you're welcome to come on the show and let us know. Wow. Uh, you know, I did not expect something like this to be our first comment. Uh, on any of our stuff honestly uh hey thanks man you know let, let me be the first to say we love you please please give us more of that fresh content we want to know exactly what you think of what we're doing yeah it, it bumps up our algorithm it bumps up my heart more importantly to know that someone is engaging with our content to the level that they leave a paragraph about how angry they are that we have a different opinion than them about magic except we don't really they just didn't watch the whole video Hey, random YouTube commenter. Thanks. Thank you. We we genuinely appreciate it. For those of you who aren't aware, uh, I'm Fred, aka War Crimes Uwu, and uh, this is my co-host. Yeah, this is Will, uh, at aggressive rhetoric, ready to get down to business. And we are Gutshot. Now, when you look us up on YouTube, look up Gutshot MTG, or you'll get a bunch of videos about probiotics. But um, today we're here to discuss uh, the. Zendikar Rising Set Boosters, a third type of booster pack for the new set. Will, do you want to give us the lowdown on, on what exactly these set boosters consist of? So, set boosters uh, were announced, uh, unveiled uh, just a little bit ago by Mark Rosewater. And this is going to be a special type of booster, or, or maybe not that special. It seems to be up at the same level as what they're now calling the draft booster, aka the booster that you're you know used to opening with the uh, three uncommons and the one rare. It's a new type of booster that is going to make opening a booster just for the cards more fun. So you're not going to be able to draft with these. That's what the um, original type of booster, the, the what the AKA draft booster is for. And the set booster is designed to make opening cards, just, just opening packs to get the cards more exciting for players who aren't coming into the LGS to draft, aren't having drafts at their home. Um, you know, the, the um, kitchen table type players that are just opening boosters to, uh, to for the excitement of new cards and their latest ploy to get you distracted so that you forget that you're priced out of every format of penny dreadful wizards of the coast has uh created a new type of booster this uh this is called the set booster and it's divided into four chapters that are intended to make the booster feel like it's telling a story 
The first chapter is the welcome chapter, and it includes an art card slot, something that players have wanted back since uh, it debuted in Modern Horizons. And the art card slot has 5% um, of the time, it'll have a gold stamp signature from the artist. Uh, also in the welcome uh, chapter is a lamb slot, which will include a full art lamb, which is foil 15% of the time, and then six connected commons and uncommons. These might be connected through theme, they might be connected by name, they might be connected by being synergistic together, they might all just be the same color. Uh, but the commons and uncommons, they're intended to sort of be played together. Uh, Will, what are your thoughts on this welcome slot? Uh, I think it's really cool. The, um, the art cards were uh, a big hit when they came out with a certain type of, of magic player, and it's always uh -huh. good to have something there uh, to... Um, uh, real people in. Um, I'm very interested in what's going to happen with the uh, with the land slot in future sets. We kind of know that Zendikar is you know well known for full art lands. So like, how are they going to innovate on that with further sets? And uh, mm -hmm. you know the uh, connected comments and comments. I, I really like this. Uh, they had the theme boosters uh, for a while. Or, I mean, I guess they're still making them that were uh, mm -hmm. color that were like a uh, color collated that you would buy uh, in big box stores that don't seem to be doing super well. But there, there's obviously a market. There's people who like really just want to buy random cards that are red. Uh, so mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I definitely want to see them. Uh, you know, keep working on this and uh, uh, see iterations of it uh, set to set to set. Um, so the next uh, the next chapter uh, is the fireworks chapter. There's the uh, the head turner slot, which uh, is supposed supposedly going to contain either a uh, a common or uncommon with the showcase treatment, or depicting something that we don't know about yet because it's in the new set. I really wish that these announcements would stop having just announcements of announcements, like that they could wait until they were revealing this mechanic, so this made a little more sense, but. I actually really think it's cool that they uh, kind of teased that something interesting was going to come up uh, with Zendikar Rising in this. Um, I actually think I, I actually really like that, and I'm really excited to see what this is, especially if it's something that's so uh, I mean, you know, quote unquote head turning that they could put it in its own chapter in the set booster. Like, like what is it? I'm, I'm my, it's really piqued my interest. I'm picturing maybe something like Adventures or Sagas, maybe. Like, it's a new card frame that'll always be in um, the set booster. Uh, maybe it's, like, spells that are also lands or something. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, you, you told me. Maybe, that's, maybe that could happen. That's true. It does say uh, cool element of the set and not, like, cool mechanic of the set. So element could be anything. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's super vague. Um, which I'm, I don't know. I, I like to just have my information, but maybe I'll, maybe I'll be excited about it. I find spoiler season excruciating. I just want them to dump the set on day one. Uh, but maybe that's just me. I think you are alone on that. Okay, that's fair. Uh, and it's also got a wild card rarity slot, which will contain just a random card of a random rarity, which is weird to me. It makes it so that you could have, I think, a total of three or four rares and mythics in the, in the pack, which is cool. Um, but I don't know, maybe uh, it, it's going to be weird for the fireworks slot to sometimes include just a random common from the set. Something that bothers me about this is that it's very much like, oh, you can get multiple rares and mythics. Let, let's be honest, you're only ever going to get one rare or mythic out of these things. You know, it's going to be so rare that, like, you're not really going to be able to expect it too much. Yeah, the, uh, the article says just under one in four packs will contain more than one rare or mythic. And I'm guessing that's between the foil slot and the wild card rarity slot, because next is the big finish, which is just the rare mythic slot or the foil slot, or and the foil slot. After the excitement of the fireworks section, we go to the big finish, which is something that you already know, the guaranteed rare mythic slot. 
the rare mythic slot is going to work just like draft boosters have how they always have um you're going to have that you know slight chance to get a mythic instead of your rare and otherwise it's going to be uh guaranteed rare they are changing the uh, pull rate for mythics raising it slightly from a one to every eight rares to one in every 7.4 rares. Will the average person opening up packs be able to notice that? Probably not, but it is mathematically there. Yeah, people for the case will get about three more mythics on average. Yeah, that's that's a, a good way to put it. Uh, and then after that, second part of the big finish is the foil slot. So this is going to work a lot like uh, um, master sets, where uh, there's a foil in every slot and will have the normal chance to upgrade uh, to a uh, uncommon rare myth. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a random random foil card from the set just at large. Uh, they, these can both be showcase cards. Wait, maybe not showcase, whatever the extended art treatment is. Is that called showcase? I, I have no idea. <laughs> We're leaving all of this in, um, because I don't think it's a mark against us. I think it's like, why are there six different versions of each rare? Um, but whatever, yeah. The big finish is what you're used to from maybe Master's Packs. Guaranteed foil is cool. Uh, and then the epilogue chapter is the token or add, what you're used to from packs, not worth anything, not valuable. Except that 25% of the time, it will be replaced with a card from the list. Uh, now, the card that they gave us as the example from the list is Cloud Goat Ranger. And if that's the card they're proud of, I am not excited for the list. <laughs> the list, it sounds so mysterious. It's uh, yeah. Kind of Kind of like, it could be anything. It could even be a Cloud Goat Ranger. <laughs> yeah, the list is something that Mark Rosewater um, wrote in blood after a, a ketamine binge. <laughs> now, um, the very first question that people were asking, are fetches in the list? And uh, they went ahead and said no. <laughs> Wizards got on Twitter immediately and informed us, no, this is not well where we will be getting fetches this year. Okay, um, so Will, just quick opinion. Would you rather every time Wizards reveals a new product immediately tweet that fetches aren't in it or wait until spoiler season for fetches not to come out? I I would say I would want them to let us know immediately. Um, we, we are so tied to this game that what happens in the game is very important to us. It means something to us, like beyond just you know, fleeting entertainment, you know, they, I mean, they call it a lifestyle brand because people do like revolve their lifestyles around magic. Um, I know that I yeah. definitely do. Um, and for them to like hide the fact that fetches are in or not in something uh, is kind of disrespectful for the people that care so much about this game. Uh, so I, I don't, I don't think they should be, honestly, it's just kind of keeping a secret that, you know, it's going to hurt people as, as much as I hates to say, uh, as much as, I, yeah. as much as I hate to say it. Um, so they really do need to be upfront with that kind of thing. And I'm glad they were here. Yeah. I think it also like, it gives players time to cool off before they actually decide if they're going to spend their money on it. Because if you find out a week before the thing comes out, then you're still going to be pissed that fetches aren't in it when you're deciding whether you're going to buy it. And that probably affects their bottom line. Yep, yep. Uh, so, top level, everything that we've been told here. Frederick, how do you feel about this? Are you going to be buying set boosters? At the end of the day, I want to analyze. I'm probably not going to be buying any Magic product because um, we're putting away money because we want to have a kid in a couple of years. So I, I won't be buying anything but like singles I need for Modern for a while. Uh, but, I mean, this looks like good value. It's an extra dollar compared to a regular pack, and for that, you're getting an art card. Um, you're getting a Flirt Land, which has a 15% chance of being foil. You might get an extra rare. 
you might get uh, a card from the list, which so far doesn't look like much. Um, but you might get you, you also guaranteed a foil. Like I, I I would say that an extra dollar makes this worth it. If you are going to crack a pack, you should be cracking a set booster instead of a draft booster. And I think that was their goal with this product, so I'm about it. I know some of the art cards from Modern Horizons has even gone up a little bit, and the fact that you have a chance of, at a stamped signature art card, like um, like uh, many of the art cards, the art cards for bulk rares in, uh, in Modern Horizons are more expensive than those rares are now. Uh, the Ayula art card is like five bucks when Ayula is like a dollar, so I don't know. Like I think there's, some, there's a lot of hidden value uh, in this pack. I love these. Uh, I mean, not that I'm buying packs, but like if I had money and I had to spend them on packs, these are pretty cool. And not just because there's a chance for opening up, you know, extra rares of mythics. I just think this is really cool. Um, I, I didn't open up any of Modern Horizons. You know, I kind of feel bad that I missed out on some of those art cards because they're pretty cool. Um, I wouldn't mind just just having a few and I could like, uh, you know, tape them up on my wall or stick them on like notebooks and binders. I think that'd be pretty cool. I'm really interested in seeing what happens with this head turner slot. Um, they like, like we mentioned, they're uh, they're teasing something for Zendikar with this, and like, what's that going to be for other sets? You know, I'm I'm really excited to see how these go down the road. Yeah, I, I agree. I think there are, there will be sets where that head turner slot's probably a dud, but there will also be sets where that head turner slot is is something really exciting. So yeah, I'm I'm optimistic about these. I think even even if the head turner could literally just end up 90% of the time being bulk, there's still enough extra value here. That if you're just opening packs or if you're just buying a box to crack, it should be set boosters. I'm not putting any stock in the list, though. Uh, you're, uh, you know, I'm not. Oh, gonna, absolutely, yeah. I'm not going to expect to open up anything good out of that. Um, and the list is going to be 300 cards. So not only are you never going to open these, but there there has to be some chaff put that 300, right? I mean, they, they can't all be packed in negation. You know, you're going to get a couple of cal- uh, cloud goat rangers. You're going to get six per box because the boxes of this set are 24 packs, I believe, a master set. Um, so you're going to get about six list cards per set, and the, there's 300 list cards. Six list cards per box, and there's 300 list cards. They could put mana crypt on the list, and it would be basically meaningless in terms of reducing the price of the card. Sure, yeah, you're definitely not going to pull one. Right, right. I mean, if you do, it pays for your box, but also that's like one in like 20 cases. That's not even nearly expedition rate. So I don't know. I just, I wouldn't be super crazy excited about the list. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But overall, we'd like the set booster. Uh, Definitely uh, interested in seeing more uh, innovation when it comes to packs. But as we always say here, we can do better. We thought surely we can make improvements to what Wizards has already come up with with these set boosters. Uh, they've mentioned that they a part of why they're making the set booster is to capture that audience of people who just want to open up packs for cards and don't want to draft. So we were wondering what sections of the Magic community have been not served by current product offerings by Wizards of the Coast. I know it's hard to believe that Wizards of the Coast is still missing segments of their player base with all of these products that are coming out. But you know, we wanted to look and identify who is being left out and make set boosters for them. So both of us have come up with an idea that's going to loop everyone into the booster fund. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, so do you want to go first or would you like me to go first? Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know what Frederick's come up with. I've come up with something on my own. We're going to share our ideas and uh, just workshop this and come up with the best products 
we possibly can. And I'll go ahead and get us started off. So the set booster and the draft booster that we all know and love are for standard players uh, or people that are drafting. You know, so you know if you play standard, you know exactly what packs to open. Uh, you know that's spelled out for you. But I'm thinking which formats are left without any boosters to open up uh, and have fun with and give wizards money for. Standard players have the latest draft and set. Uh, modern players, uh, you know, they have the master sets from uh, way back, and you know, just recently they've had Horizons. I'm sure we'll probably get another Modern Horizons set in the future. Pioneer players are going to be getting Pioneer Masters, and, and even uh, Legacy and Vintage players are getting into the booster fund these days with uh, latest draft and set boosters. Uh, Eldraine before Oko got banned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, high rollers have double masters VIP boosters. Low rollers have $1 repacks on eBay. So what format is being left out? And I think it's about time for a pack celebration of everyone's favorite format, Kamigawa Block Popper Tiny Leaders. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut one slot from my pack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, this is my favorite format, uh, the format of the true proletarian. I am very excited to hear what this pack actually consists of. Uh, it's not good. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> 13 slots are what I like to call the drag slot. As everyone knows, uh, Kamigawa Block is from the era of magic design where some commons were designed to be intentionally bad. Uh, I mean, just completely unplayable. Uh, we have to remember that Champions of Kamigawa is the set that brought us. Wondering Ones, the vanilla 1-1 for one single blue mana. And yeah, it was a spirit, but 1-1 for one, eh, I'm not looking to play it. So the dreg section is 13 cards that are worthless in the only constructed format designed for them, Kamigawa Block Popper Tiny Leaders. However, with these 13 cards, you have a 25% chance for each card to upgrade into a card actually playable in this format. Okay, now which cards are playable in this format, Will? Can you walk me through the meta? No, I can't. Okay. <laughs> but that you, you only mentioned 13 cards, and so far this sounds like a regular booster pack of Kamigawa. So uh, what, what's, what's in the other two slots? You got me on the edge of my seat. All right, so there is, like the set booster, I wanted to continue that uh, you know, very recent tradition and have a land slot in our packs. The problem is that there are no common lands legal in this format that are printed at common, so it's actually just going to be nothing. You're, you're, getting, you're getting nothing. There's not a card in there. There's no card in the slot. Very avant-garde. So, uh, Kamigawa Block Popper Time Leaders, you know, it's a kind of a... I think it's fair to say that it's a commander variant, and commanders love their mana rocks. So I thought, how great would it be to get one guaranteed mana rock in your pack as a slot? Mm -hmm. Sounds fun, right? Yeah. Yeah, so there are no common artifacts at all whatsoever in the Kamigawa block. Not even that terrible boomerang equipment thing? They're all uncommons and up. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so once again, uh, the slot will be empty. Hmm. Okay. You, you, will, you will not be getting a card. <laughs> do not pass go. Do not collect 300 Zubaras. 
However, you all right. So then we're coming to the showstopper section, okay. and you all are right. guaranteed one foil uncommon legendary creature in every pack. How cool is that? That's that's actually pretty great. If you unironically give a shit about this format, you would probably want that. That's you're allowed to do that, right? Your commander is supposed to be uncommon in this block in this format. Yes, because there are no common and legendaries. Um, and there are also, okay. and there are also, there are only six uncommon legendaries. Ah, so uh, can you make a commander in any color? No. <laughs> Powerful. One of them is actually a legendary uncommon, and the rest of them are regular creatures that flip into legendary enchantment. So, good luck. So if you get, what you're telling me is if you get a booster box of this, great value, you're going to get six copies of each of these foil commanders. So you can give them all to your friends and you can have a Kamigawa, popper, Kamigawa block popper tiny leaders uh, community going. If that's what you want to do with your time, hey, man, go with God. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm, I'm very excited for this product. I think this is great. And then we'll top it off with the epilogue. Instead of an ad or token card, you're going to get a papercraft blueprint for a recycling bin so you can fold one out of paper and then throw your cards away afterwards. Nice. Okay, I love that. I am super excited about this. I can hear the cash registers ringing as I speak. Yeah, yeah, I can too. I mean, the little papercraft thing in the back, that's like the Pirates Ocean's Edge thing. But like make a receptor goal for you to throw away your Kamigawa block comments. I love that. Yeah. So, you know, hey, hey, wizards, I'm I'm available. You can hire me anytime. <laughs> so, Frederick, what are you bringing uh, to, to us today? What segment of the magic population are you serving with your new set booster? Okay, I'm very glad that you asked. So this uh, this is this set booster is for Gabe. Now, um, you everyone knows a Gabe. Gabe, uh, maybe he has a YouTube channel where he uh, posts rants about how uh, Standard is awful and nobody likes it over um, 40 minutes of him playing a StarCraft knockoff. Um, Gabe comes into your local game store, he sits down for a game of Commander, uh, gets one of his spells counter, calls everyone a slur, and then leaves. Basically, Gabe is the, the player who is too mad at Magic to enjoy it but insists that he is the biggest Magic fan and the only one that Wizards of the Coast should cater to. So, so you're saying that Mark Rosewater left out a psychographic profile and we've been having Gabe's all this time and no one's, no one's been serving him? Who is um, too angry at your game to ever enjoy it, but insists they enjoy it more than anyone else. That is the Gabe psychographic profile, and it's the one that we've been neglecting while we cater to the psychographic profiles that actually play our games. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm I'm on board. I've met a few Gabe's in my uh, Magic playing career. Yeah, what are we doing for him? And if you haven't, I've got some news for you, Gabe. So this pack is for Gabe's, uh, but we want it to be useful to anyone else uh, who happens to play Magic. So the first slot is uh, Commons with a special treatment. You can't have a special pack without um, spending a paragraph talking about it, uh, talking about basically just Commons with a little floral filigree. Uh, you know, maybe they'll be in a comic book art style. Maybe they'll be anime art style. You people love anime. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. You know you do. Eat it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it'll be. Uh, maybe it'll be drawn in the style of a Nazi cartoonist Stone Toss. Um, uh, okay. We don't know. We don't know what you'll get. Commons with a special treatment. Maybe it will be drawn on a napkin. 
can we get can we get them drawn by sexual predators? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, hang on, we haven't gotten to the third slot yet. Oh, so, okay, 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 okay. All right, I, I'll see what you have in store for us. So everyone complains about being priced out of Legacy, right? Or priced out of Modern, priced out of their favorite format. But what you idiots don't know is that Penny Dreadful is literally the same gameplay experience. Literally, why would you want to play a format that has good cards that do things in them? This is the same thing. This product is not for you, but Penny Dreadful is the same gameplay experience. So this product is for you. The second slot will feature a Penny Dreadful staple. Maybe it's a five mana, three, five reach. Maybe it's a removal spell that costs eight mana. You don't know, but it, you can put it in your Penny Dreadful deck. And you will, because you can't play Legacy. So that's the second slot. Oh, okay. I, def I definitely like this. It, it, it looks like it's going to operate a lot like the list where it will uh, change over time, right? Uh, yes, but um, it'll be six months late. Uh, yeah. Nice. Um, so the third slot. Uh, we heard you when you talked about us not cutting ties with uh, Noah Bradley quickly enough and unfortunately featuring his artwork in our um, Double Masters booster packs. And unfortunately, we've got another mix-up for you but we can't pull it. We've already printed them, and we're already going to sell them. We've got a full art land, which you should be excited about. But unfortunately, the art was done by um, a financier, Jeffrey Epstein. Um, so you will get your Epstein full art lands uh, in this pack in the third slot. And um, they have a 15% chance to be foil, but please throw them away. Um, <laughs> that's that's going to be, be a yikes for me, Jabroni. Nice. Um, so... Uh, next, we've got, uh, rather than telling you what's in the pack, we like to use meaningless abstractions. Like, this is the razzle-dazzle slot. We were trying to come up with a very good name for it. We want a slot that will make our players go, Auga. So we have put the Auga slot in the, uh, in the game pack. And your options for this slot are actually really interesting. We went outside of the realm of Magic the Gathering, because Gabe's don't always play Magic the Gathering. Gabe's uh, quit Magic the Gathering out of anger very often. So we want things for them that will be useful outside of the game of Magic the Gathering. So this pack can include, um, there's three different options in this slot. Uh, it could be wet wipes, um, which will ruin the rest of the pack. They're not in any packaging or anything. We just thought wet wipes. We have a lot of those lying around the office, but with COVID being over. Brody. Lisa Frank stickers um, are another option to go in this slot. Um, I found them in a box of my mom's old things at my grandparents' house. So they smell like menthol cigarettes and they're yellowed. Um, so you can get some Lisa Frank stickers, alter your cards with some pink dolphins. And lastly, and I think you're really going to love this one, for some reason, Mark Rosewater had a lot of Quiznos gift cards. Now, we didn't bother to Google if Quiznos still exists or if they've gone out of business, but we can tell you that one in eight game packs in this Auga slot will contain a Quiznos gift card. Oh, nice. I, I want to get one of those. Dude, yeah. I, I'm, dude I'm hungry. You know, you know me. I'm hungry. Yeah, you just Google if Quiznos still exists, because I haven't seen one in like 15 years. But I'll, I'll do some searching. Okay, but next, uh, there's two more slots in here. We've got the 40-cent card from Mirage slot. Okay. Have you been looking to fill out your collection of 40-cent cards from Mirage? Except these ones have a little symbol of Jace's face in the corner, so you can tell they weren't actually printed in Mirage. And this is the pack for you. 40-cent cards from Mirage, ranging from... Um, the fetch lands that make the lands that are tapped, some vanilla three threes for five, lots of very cool cards at the 40 cent card from Mirage slot. But this is really just a preamble. I'm very thankful that there's going to be a Jace face on the card because, you know, I would really like to not have my 
you know, new Mercadian Mask cards mixed in with my old Mercadian Mask cards and have to uh, differentiate them with my Protractor. <laughs> nice. I don't want to have to pull out my jeweler's loop to tell which of my rares is 40 cents and which one is 35 cents. Yep. Yeah, but that's just the preamble to the most important slot. So we've priced players out of real formats for a long time, right? And it's time that we let them back in. The last slot in the pack is going to get you a way to, to earn your way back into legacy or modern formats by committing identity fraud. The last slot in this pack is a photocopy of Mark Rosewater's social security card. Players who open these can fucking go nuts. Wow. Um, pretend that you're Mark Rosewater, um, create a bunch of credit cards in his name, and you can order all of the singles you want shipped straight to your house. And the best part, everyone has it. So uh, as soon as you get cracking these packs, uh, go ahead and open some credit cards in Mark Rosewater's name and order you some Jace the Mind Sculptors. You've earned it, Gabe. I I love this. Um, you know, like uh Mark Rosewater's legacy is already tarnished, so why not tarnish his identity? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is uh this is the Gabe pack. I've uh we we're we're very excited to present this to the Gabe's, which our research indicates is roughly 70% of magic players. Yeah, please throw away the Epstein lands uh, <laughs> and enjoy your Quiznos gift cards. I love this. Uh, why didn't Wizards think of this? Why why are we coming up with all these great ideas, but Wizards comes up with this uh, this rinky-dink set booster with lands and uh, um, and uh, foils? Yeah, there's not even any cards from Kamigawa probably in there. Exactly, exactly. I love this, and I can't wait. Wizards, like I said, get at us. Uh, you know, you know where to contact us. Let's let's get this going. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited, uh, and I, I can't wait to, uh, well, I guess you can't draft it, but uh, I can't wait to crack some uh, Kamigawa Tiny Leaders Popper packs at my local game store. That makes one of us. Oh, no, are these, um, are these getting added to Arena or no? Uh, arena? What's, what's that? Are, are your, are your, uh, your Kamigawa Popper block, Popper Kamigawa block Tiny Leaders constructed uh, masters, is that getting added to Arena? I don't know what arena is. Uh, maybe maybe after the pod, you can explain to me what that is. I I, I have no idea. Nice. <laughs> but any, anyway, anyway, I hope I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, this these these riveting ideas. I think this is a great place to end it. Here's to them printing fetch lands a fucking somewhere. Um, I have been War Crimes Uwu. You can find me there on Twitch, and you can find Gutshot uh, where you're listening to it right now. If you have somehow accidentally uh, fallen on your Roku remote and um, made it play gut shot and also can't get up or move to change it to something else. That is where you can find us. And uh, I've been Frederick, the cancer dragon. Yeah, yeah. Frederick, the cancer dragon. And this is will at aggressive rhetoric. Thank you for listening to gut shot. The only MTG podcast with a 100% chance of upgrading to a pack fresh misprint. <laughs>